0: is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
1: America is becoming an international freak show. We are repulsing the world. Long term, no one's going to want to be a part of this. Not culturally and not financially. Here's just one example of how the Katanji Brown-Jackson hearings were covered elsewhere in the world. This comes to us from Australia, from Sky News. Their befuddled reaction was the correct one. I want to play a little bit of a grab from this afternoon. This is Judge Jackson, where she couldn't provide a simple definition of a woman. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context, so I'm you believe not a biologist. the meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? I didn't think I'd live to see the day that it becomes so <laughs> contested, one woman asking another to define women. Oh, Peter, it's just extraordinary, but it reflects how tortured the left's rhetoric on um, gender relationships and everything else is that they are unprepared to talk about some biological realities. You could say women are people who give birth or who have, you know, certain biological characteristics, but they're unwilling to do it. And so how are you going to have a judge, a Supreme Court justice, that is unwilling to define what a woman is, or a man for that matter, It's like a free-for-all, and we all know where that's going to lead. We're going to see women's sport decimated like last week in America, and uh, it's just going to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. So I think mocking them is probably the best you can do right now, Peter. His reaction is the correct one. This is insane. Which leads us to insane thing number two this week, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's reaction to that question. The Australian commentator's correct. She didn't answer the question. She can't. She's a leftist. And she knows better than anyone, you can't. You're not allowed to. The Babylon Bee learned that the hard way this week when it was canceled. Censored on Twitter for saying the Assistant Secretary for Health, Rachel Levine, is a man. Even though it's true that Levine is biologically male. So, the way the Twitter policy works is the account is frozen until you bend the knee. Until you delete and if you delete it, after a 12-hour sentence, you can have your account back. They said, no. Asked if he plans to delete the tweet, Babylon B CEO Seth Dillon said, no, we're not. It's like asking us to say 2 plus 2 is 5. We're sitting here looking at this email that tells us in order to reinstate our account and get access to be able to tweet again, we've got to delete this tweet. We're not deleting anything. He wrote, Truth is not hate speech. If the cost of telling the truth is the loss of our Twitter account, then so be it. And with that, the new horrific standard was set. Anyone unwilling to lie about the scientific gender of an individual who claims to be the opposite gender gets canceled. As Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA founder, quickly found when he asserted Levine was, in fact, a man, which is the actual biological reality, the truth, and had. His account suspended. Then Tucker Carlson, telling the Charlie Kirk story and posting the letters he got from Twitter, asked why Charlie Cook was canceled for telling the truth. Well, Tucker was promptly canceled and his account froze. And we all sat around and laughed at the absurdity, maybe without fully processing the full horror here. These are the new American speech codes. And Katanji Brown Jackson knows it. It's why she was unwilling to answer that question in public, no matter how much derision it caused her. And if you've seen Americans making fun of her, it was no small amount of mockery and de- derision that she subjected herself to with that absurd answer. But she's less afraid of us and more afraid of the left. And so she mortified herself, beclowned herself before the nation and the world to adhere to newspeak, as Orwell would have called it. She knows the rules of the new speech codes, and she showed the world she would adhere to them absolutely. No matter how absurd she looked, which is kind of scary, since she will probably one day be ruling on them. Probably pretty soon at the rate we're going here, folks. And that is the story. The rate we're going here. If this is where we are today, where will we be in five years? At this rate, if our side doesn't stand up, hunted. We will be hunted. We will be scourged right off of places like Twitter and Facebook. Forget that. No, they'll be coming for whatever websites we still get to exist on. The Gabs, the Getters, the Truth Socials. We'll be fighting just to remain there at all, to advertise our businesses there, to be some small part of society there. Because note what was missing there. Any pushback by our side. Those were our pundits. If this was under the left's pundits, They'd go wild. You'd hear from members of Congress. Remember when Trump merely verbally beat up the media, didn't cancel them, but verbally beat up the media? Do you remember Chuck Schumer, who leads the Democrats in the Senate, holding a press conference? There wasn't a peep out of our sight, folks. Ah, uh, seriously, how do these Republicans think they're gonna run for office? When they're not allowed to be seen publicly on the internet or social media. Because that's where it's going. The very cancellation of our candidates. Oh, come on, Tara. That's not going to happen. Wait a minute. Our number one candidate is canceled. Folks, our president is canceled. I keep hearing our side like Pollyanna. Oh, yeah, and then Trump's going to run. How's Trump going to run? He's uh, canceled. And it's had a real effect on the culture wars. Because... There's no way to get his message out. Think of the massive advantage the Democrats will have if their Republican opponents are allowed to be heard from or seen. They can be on all social media where, let's face it, this battle is being fought. And on the Internet, think Google, think search engines, think campaigns, think advertisements. They're normalizing the idea that all on the right are canceled. All of us. For anything that is a standard part of our agenda. Folks, they have denied us the ability to have candidates. Why does no one else see this? We've taught the left that they can cancel us over the smallest thing and we're cool with it. So much so, they canceled the leader of our party, Trump. And almost no one on our side said a thing about it. Which is how we are literally watching the creation and enforcement of speech codes by the left. This week was a prime example of how quickly they're boiling the frog on that. If they can do that to Trump and to Tucker, they'll just cancel Ron DeSantis if he's our nominee. It doesn't matter who we nominate. They'll never be able to be good or perfect enough not to get canceled. We laughed at Katanji Brown Jackson. What a silly woman. Without realizing she's just complying with the speech codes that they applied to our own candidates with nary a peep from us. Which brings us to insane thing number three that happened this week. As our side mocked and laughed at the New York Times, you couldn't have missed it if you were on social media for admitting that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. How stupid, how silly. We knew that 18 months ago. But we didn't understand once again what we were watching. This too, as absurd as it seemed, was a new part of the speech codes where we get a green flag, to speak about things only when certain vaunted left-wing individuals or organizations give us that flag. Under newspeak, as Orwell would have called it, under the new speech codes, nothing can be believed or acknowledged as real, as, as real, no matter how real it appears to our eyes, until the right and correct individuals affiliated with the party, green flag it, checkered flag it, And then we can speak of it. We went right along with it, speaking lots about it, because now we're allowed to. The truth can only be acknowledged, no matter how obvious it is, when it is green flagged by the proper members of the party. It's straight out of Orwell. And then everyone can believe and speak about it. What they're teaching us is that the truth can only be possessed by certain left wing affiliated individuals and organizations, even if those organizations lie endlessly and relentlessly, even if those organizations manufacture whole fake narratives and subsequently get very you know, publicly busted, it still doesn't matter. Only they can green light the telling of the truth. Folks, this is psychological conditioning. And it's so subtly done, our society doesn't even get, our side doesn't even get there doing it. Which leads us to insane thing number four. It might make sense if our leaders let them silence us if we were some, you know, fringe group on the outside whose views weren't mainstream or popular. But our views aren't fringe. They're very mainstream and very popular. And yet we put up with this crap. Anyway, I don't understand it when all we have to do to dominate them electorally is just keep being us and pointing out the obvious things that are obvious to mentally healthy people. That's what Ron DeSantis did this week. And this is so absurd that this actually had to be spoken and that it was even controversial. After Leah Thomas, who's a biological male, won, or the NCAA, told the country, he won the 500-yard freestyle championship, number one in the country. Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, issued an official gubernatorial proclamation that Olympic silver medalist and Florida native Emma Wyant was actually the true winner of the NCAA 500-yard freestyle championship, despite the biological male, Leah Thomas, finishing first in the pool. So you've got the NCAA telling us, He's a she and she's the champion. And Ron DeSantis saying, no, no, no. The actual champion came in second. This alone, this situation could qualify as insane thing number four. But we're just getting started. See, the interesting part is why DeSantis made that admittedly politically risky proclamation. You know why he did it? He got to look at the polling. That's why he did it. And once he did, he wasn't afraid anymore. Not for his political career, at least. Because the polling is insane. And he had to have seen something like this in his own polling. There was that, you know, don't say gay bill in Florida. And all it did was say, look, we're not teaching this transgender trash. We're not teaching homosexuality, even heterosexuality, to kindergarten through third graders. How do you think that played in Florida? How do you think it played with Democrats? You heard me right. Democrats. The answer? Not so good. And this had to be why DeSantis took the risk he did in lauding this female swimmer. Because guess what? When polled on whether they want transgenderism and LGBT ideas taught to kindergarten through third graders. Guess how that polled with the Democrat primary voters? Not so good. Fifty two percent supported the parental rights LGBT education bill and 36 percent opposed it. Wait a minute. Fifty two percent of Democrat primary voters supported the GOP legislature's parental rights bill that banned discussion of transgenderism, kindergarten through third grade. Uh huh. 52%, I can't believe it, 52% of Democrats. Yes, 36% for, 52 against. Which is probably why DeSantis is clocking his two potential Democrat challengers. You want to see by how much, folks, from Bush to Obama to even the first Trump race, Florida usually comes down to no more than two points separating the Democrat and the Republican. Often it goes even tighter than that. Listen to these numbers. DeSantis versus the Democrat Christ. DeSantis comes in at 50% versus 41%. DeSantis versus the Democrat Freed. DeSantis comes in at 52% Freed at 39 This is why he took what looked like a risk in lauding the actual female winner of the 500-yard competition. Because it wasn't much of a risk. They agree with us. We should be winning. No one wants to live this way. That's why they have to silence us. Trump, Tucker, Charlie Kirk, the Babylon Bee. It's because they're losing. So why do we act like they're winning? Why do we force the canceled to fight alone? Speaking of fighting alone, that leads us to the final insane thing of this week. The war that we are in. Yeah, you mean the Ukraine one? Well, that's part of it. But no, that's not the war we're in. The war we're in is a currency war. If you don't understand it from that angle, you aren't getting the whole story. We are in a battle between us, Russia, and China. There are three contestants in this. And Ukraine is just the proxy battlefield for a small part of that war. The Chinese and the Russians have been trying to kill the dollar for 20 years. This is not a conspiracy. They're very open about it. They tell us about it all the time. Putin struck the first body blow, and it was a body blow to our currency this week by saying unfriendly countries to Russia would have to buy Russian energy for rubles. This is a potential, absolute, complete, and utter disaster. For the dollar. What is Putin saying there? Well, friendly countries who are allies with us, they can buy in their own currencies what everyone wants to do. And one country gets to do that. They're going to all want to do it. And our dollar will deflate like it's been pinpricked. That is how it will go. So you saw Washington, the Democrats, do a thing that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime was truly shocking. In fact, it was an insane thing. They actually did something. That will help America. They said they came out and announced this morning. I'm still getting the details of this, so I'm sure I'm sure there's part of it I'm not getting that they will cut a deal with Europe to sell them our natural gas. Now, the early details on this are not that we're going to, um, you know, frack and produce more, uh, but that we're going to take natural gas we're selling to somebody else. And sell them an extra 15 billion cubic meters a year. We already sell the EU about 22 billion cubic meters a year. So that's significant. We're not going to produce extra, though. We're just going to take some we're selling to someone else and sell it to Europe. Okay, this would actually help America, which is what shocks me. The Democrats never do anything that helps America. So what this tells you is this. They're protecting their printing press. The key details here are... Will this natural gas be sold to Europe for dollars? I'm suspecting it will be, that that's the whole reason we're doing this, to keep the dollar inflated so they can keep the printing press running in Washington because the dollar, the petrodollar, lets us print on that printing press so they can keep the funny money coming. So this is the first action in America's favor you've seen them take. Now, they're also saying they're going to go up to 50 billion cubic meters by 2030. So a couple questions here And this remains to be seen. We're hearing this morning we don't have the terminals to increase the natural gas shipments to the EU. So it's going to take us till the end of the year to begin doing this. I don't know if the dollar has to the end of the year if he switches to rubles, demanding rubles or gold or Bitcoin or whatever for that for that gold. That is going to deflate the dollar and the dollar uh, is already in a deflationary uh, cycle with inflation. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that's fast enough, but at least they're trying I think Either that are covering their rear ends. I'm not sure which. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. How do they go up to 50 billion cubic meters to Europe without drilling on federal lands at an increased rate or without us drilling at an increased rate? So getting the details of this are going to be interesting. But, folks, this is the first acknowledgement that Russia has struck a body blow. They're not doing this for Ukraine, selling this liquid natural gas to to Europe. By the way, as Trump wanted to do, he wanted us to be the supplier and uh, Germany laughed at him. They're not laughing now. So this is an acknowledgement. The reason they would do this um, is not to you know get them off the hook to Russia. It's to sell the liquid natural gas in dollars to make up for what Putin is selling elsewhere in rubles. This is a currency war and that interplay is what a currency war looks like. We're in desperate straits because they didn't explain to the American people that we are entering a currency war with a badly wounded dollar due to the Democrats' excessive printing and spending the $30 trillion we owe. So keep your eye on it. I'll have more details in coming podcasts.
0: with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.